Hey y'all, happy Tuesday. So if you would like to grab an anti-status t-shirt, go ahead over to runnermary.com and you can grab that there. Also, let's make sure that we can stay in touch. You can also subscribe to my email list over at runnermary.com. That way, if anything ever happens to my social media pages, we can always stay in touch. All right, y'all. So, hey, Pilu. People are going to be um, slowly coming into the room. So happy Tuesday to everybody. And make sure you let me know as you're coming to the room. Hey, Bruce the Boss. So, um, tonight, we are going to talk about how Joe Biden and Jean, no, Corrine G. Pierre, the press secretary, are recently right. Yes, you heard that right. So, Joe Biden recently gave a um, speech where he blasted uh, my Republicans and he had this red uplighting and this specific tone that he took. I mean, outside of just mainstream media, okay, whether left or right, outside of mainstream media, so like independent reporters and independent sources, are all kind of taking the thing that, you know, oh, the tone he took, or you're coming out against half the country, or, you know, you said when you ran for office that you were going to bring the per be the person that brought these people together, the country together, and this and the other, and the, the aesthetic wasn't that great, and then, you know, you had the military presence behind you. And I would say in independent media, there's this kind of general theme that even where even the people that politically align with Biden, that he may have could have went about this um, in a different way. But tonight, I am going to talk about why it actually made sense, why this is right in line with who they are, the direction of the country, and ultimately, we're just going to take a different look to this, okay? Hey, Edward. Um, all right, so let's first of all go ahead and check out a little bit of Joe Biden's speech, followed by what his press secretary had to say. Speech. 
that MAGA Republicans are these rogue, extreme, you know, set the sector of the country and that they're trying to undermine the election and all of these other things to basically undermine democracy, right? Like democracy is under siege. And if we don't get this in check and, and you know, really do something about these extremists, then we are on the brink of losing democracy. And so the press secretary comes out and basically um, echoes that same sentiment. threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear as he can be on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Uh, they just don't respect the rule of law. You heard that from uh, the president. Uh, and. Um, you know, they are pursuing an agenda uh, that takes away people's rights. Here's the thing, the president's not going to shy away uh, to call out uh, what he clearly sees is happening in this country. So that was part of her response to um, that. Also, I have one more video here that I want to show. You see majority of Americans who disagree. And so when you are not with where majority of Americans are, then, you know, that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. Okay. So how do I get out of that? All right. So you, got, you guys pretty much see the theme of what's been happening and what the country has been talking about over the last few days. Um, this has really kind of set social media on fire. A lot of people have been talking about this. Um, many people have been calling this uh, divisive. You've also had people that have come out in support of, you know, what Biden is saying. Now, to me, it's quite extremely obvious that going into midterms, this is a very political messaging, okay, um, to almost, you know, uh, push out kind of like these outsiders, what's being described as extremists. In the speech, he talks about wanting to move the country forward, yet we're still talking about Trump, okay? You know, Trump was the previous president. Trump is no longer on social media, uh, the, the most active of these social medias, um, not as accessible. And yet you still have this administration, whether it be directly from the White House or most recently from the FBI, that are finding ways to intertwine Trump in the media. Now, I want to challenge you for a second. Let's take a look at this and actually think and listen to what Joe Biden and the press secretary are saying. They are continuing to say that this is an attack on our democracy. Our democracy is under siege. For a second, I want you to take away all of your fuzzy feelings about the word democracy, 
what you may have been taught about it in public school, this kind of almost kumbaya messaging um, when we often talk about democracy. I want you to remove that for a second and actually think about the basis and the foundation of what democracy actually means, not the propagandized meaning of it and the way that even recently Democrats, many have tried to use this term. When we actually talk about democracy and the meaning of democracy, because words have meaning, democracy actually means majority rule, mob rule, okay? That's what democracy actually is. So, of course, if you have a sector of the population that is not on board for the onslaught of propaganda and programming that we've seen over the last several years that do not fall in line with the mainstream media narrative and agenda, then of course these people will be outcasted as extremists, okay? If you are not falling step in lock, step in key with what's coming across your mainstream media news, if you are not going along with what we are being told that most Americans think, how most Americans feel, when you are not having actual discussions with your neighbors, with people around you, with people at your job, in these other parts of your community, and you are looking at these sectors of Twitter, of social media, we absolutely know, as a, even I'm going to show you in this video tonight, that the algorithms, the social media, and everything that you're seeing is being highly manipulated. So, of course, according to the people that are projecting this manipulation and the programming and the propaganda, to them, you are going to be considered extreme if you do not go along with that. This is what they're actually telling you. So, as people are taking it personally, and finding this offensive. And some of you may be watching this and say, oh, well, he was only talking about the MAGA Republicans. It's only the MAGA Republicans' time right now. Even as we've seen, first of all, it's going to get worse going into the future because the censorship, okay, is getting much worse. The assault on our freedoms of speech are getting much worse. But not only that, even particularly this administration has had a heavy hand and been responsible for censorship, for outcasting certain segments of people, particularly when we looked at people that were outside of the vaccination uh, uh, narrative. The, the disinformation doesn't came under this administration where you literally had an intelligence agency coming out and saying, these 12 people are responsible for all the vaccine, vaccine misinformation on the entire web, on the entire internet. 
Like, <laughs> so you're telling me that 12 people are solely responsible for the vaccine disinformation and have more power than Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg? That's really what I'm supposed to believe? They have more power than Google's search engine? These are the same group of people working in tandem. So they are continuously telling you who they are. And MAGA Republicans are just the group to bully today. So don't miss out or not fully conceptualize what they are saying. They are telling you out of their own mouths, if you don't get in line, this is the direction that the country is headed. And if you are not okay with it, and if you don't get in line, you are extreme. This is what they're saying. You know who aren't considered extreme? You know who doesn't get a public speech? We have an entire sector of the country, as small as it may seem, okay? But they're definitely being pushed to the forefront of the algorithm. But we now have a sector of this country, country that, is, that is actively pushing to abort full-time babies, that are pushing to castrate 15 and 16 year olds that are pushing to teach your kindergartners about masturbation during school hours. You don't hear speeches about them being called extremists. And so this is what I'm trying to explain to you is that Smacker Republicans today, but if you don't start to fall in line with everything that is in, uh, deemed inclusion, diversity, no matter how regressive it actually is, there's an actual war on women right now, and you're being told it's progressive and it's actually regressive, these people won't be considered extreme. And if you don't get on board, you are an extremist. There's a siege on democracy. This is literally programming and propaganda to influence and control behavior. Shit your mouth, because if you don't fall in line, you're next. You will be the outcast of the country, you better go along with who you believe. These people not may not even be the majority of the country, but if we're telling you there are, and we're pushing it in every single aspect of your media, we're pushing it through Hollywood, we're pushing it through your news and politics, we're pushing it through public education and schools. And if you don't fall in line, you're the outcast. You're the extremist. You're on the outside of majority, of the majority. This 
is an insult to our intelligence. This is an active insult to our intelligence. It's so, it's so funny. Let me show you guys this next clip.
the active assault and insult of our intelligence is overwhelming. It's overbearing. It's so hypocritical that you can't even make it up. You can't even make it up. And don't get me wrong, I know Republicans have their BS with them. And I'm not going to discount that. It's been times where I've been very critical of Trump. However, this moral high ground that Democrats continue to take while being absolutely hypocritical to the point of manipulation and outright lies is despicable. It's despicable. It's deafening. Who do they think that they're playing? For over two years, not only that, that was just videos from mostly elected officials that did not even count the tons of media personalities, Hollywood personalities, news agencies, particularly like MSNBC that promoted the same narrative of election fraud, Russian propaganda, voting machine fraud, and a, 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 an illegitimate presidency. For over two years, they used big tech and a huge segment of the news to run this propaganda and programming to the point where they spent millions of Americans' taxpayers' money chasing this, this thing, okay? Chasing this impeachment, chasing this Russian narrative that to this day has not been proven. You have a president that they insisted on bringing up on impeachment charges that was not removed. A president that was not removed. Anybody can say, oh, well, we think you've done these things. You deserve this impeachment. To this day, this Russian propaganda has not been proven. It's just something that's been stated. It's just some narrative, some agenda. And many of this knew this early on. I was the one, of, one of those people that talked about this years ago. It got so awful, so bad that they were literally calling Black Americans that dare to step outside of his mainstream narrative and start asking Democrats the tough questions, Russian bots. We were called Russian bots, told that we are not real people, told that we're working in cahoots with the Russian government, Putin is using us. We don't really exist. This is just a sector of extremists. There, there's that word again. <laughs> so let me let me let me fix. Let me see if I can fix my mic.
But this is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. The manipulation knows no bound. This was years. Years of this. Either the elections are fair and free and just, or they're not. It's almost like a switcheroo here has happened. And specifically with Democrats almost used the media as another leg of the media of the of the of the propaganda. Even if you look at the election and what Fox News was reporting after Biden won the most recent election, majority of the, even the Fox News anchors jumped right in line. Oh, you know, uh, uh, Biden won this election. There are people's mics that have been cut off or their interviews have been cut short when they even mentioned or alluded to election fraud. You may have had a, one or two people go a little rogue and talk about things here and there. But generally, across the media, mainstream media, you've had many <laughs> that accepted that. I specifically remember at that time, you had people coming out saying, we're not going to watch Fox News anymore. We're going to go to OAN or Newsmax or some of these other agencies because they didn't like how Fox News was handling the election results. Not only that, it has been proven in this administration that they have specifically used tech to censorship those that go out of, out of line with these narratives. Most recently, Mark Zuckerberg said out of his own mouth that they were manipulating social media to influence. I don't want to directly say to influence the results, but their handling of information that could have influenced the results. Let's take a look at that out of Mark Zuckerberg's own mouth. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York yeah, we have Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI uh, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was, there, we, we thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, of that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So. Our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. 
what, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also do this third-party fact-checking program, so we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being, um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it, you could still consume it. Did um, I say the distribution has decreased? It, it got shared. It, How does that work? It basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a, um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor enough or censored it way too much. But, right. but we weren't sort of this black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's like very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was, it basically fit the pattern. So here, right here, you have the founder of the biggest social media agency telling you out of his own mouth that Facebook has absolutely censored and deranked political news stories. How is that not journalism? How is that not journalism? When you are actively censoring what people are saying based on what the government, the information the government is giving to you. How has big tech not become a fourth leg of the government? If you remember correctly, at some point, the government came out and said that they were going to create a disinformation governance board. If that doesn't sound Orwellian, I don't know what is. And it received so much pushback that they ended up basically dropping it as a official agency. But as you can see, very obviously, they're telling you what has been going on behind the scenes. And we knew this. I've covered this in previous years, okay, where you've had political leaders take these meetings with Mark Zuckerberg to talk about what is being censored, how different people are being handled, okay? And like I said, early on, you had the disinformation does it. 12 people that were removed and censored from social media and in hindsight were right. If not 100% right, very much so partially right. Just as much right as the Fauci's and the other government officials, including Biden, who said, take this vaccine and you won't get sick which we now know to be outright lies. 
You had people like uh, 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 Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. and Riza Islam being included in those 12 and being actively removed and censored and banned from these platforms. And then Biden has the nerve to get up there knowing you, your administration has been colluding with these different agencies. You have the nerve to get up there and talk about freedom. Talk about the will of the people. If people don't want to tap in to 12 dangerous disinformation people, disinformation bandits, and they have the freedom and the will to tap out. This speech is absolutely Biden saying, if you don't start falling in line with the majority, and not only the majority, but we're going to skew and propagandize what the majority should mean to you. When we say majority, we mean what you see on your nightly news. We mean what you see coming out of public schools. We mean we mean what we want to start teaching your, your children. It's getting so awful. Here's the New York Post. White House Big Tech colluded to censor misinformation lawsuit. The Biden administration worked in tandem with social media giants like Facebook and Twitter to censor statements they deemed misinformation about topics including the COVID-19 pandemic. Two public state attorneys general said Thursday, as they pushed for the release of emails between top executive branch officials and Big Tech titans. In a petition filed Wednesday in Louisiana Federal Court, State Attorney General Jeff Landry and his Missouri counterpart Eric Smith charged that dozens of federal officials across at least 11 federal agencies engaged in a massive sprawling federal censorship enterprise with the intent and effect of pressuring social media platforms to censor and suppress private speech that federal officials disfavor. If you are okay with this, if you are in line with this, you are on the wrong side of history. You are on the wrong side of history. I think that all of us, at least all of us with common sense, would agree and could agree that violence behavior and acts of actual violence should not be allowed on these social media platforms. So threat, violence, uh, 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 any type of threats of physical violence or any actual criminal activity. But to, but to diss an entire a, a segment of the population for questioning authority, for questioning narratives, for wanting more information, for saying, hey, do your own research. People need to realize the war that we're up against. It may not be you today, but it very well may be you soon. 
You've recently even had the FBI raid, I believe, a socialist organization. Even this was maybe a year or so. I did a whole breakdown of some of the very leftist organizations that were being censored. People need to realize that they, you have to, if you want people to be in support of evil and you want people to be in support of immoral things, you have to create a boogeyman. You have to create a boogeyman. You put the boogeyman out in the public square, right? You put the boogeyman in front of the cameras and the lights and you say, it's this guy. He's the enemy. And the entire time you are using these federal agencies in actuality to affect, suppress, and impede anybody that goes outside of the narrative well beyond just people on the right. And I've covered this content for years now. So you can continue to join in with these people and point the finger and think, oh, this is the right thing to do. At the same time, okay, it's happening to your friends, your side, your team behind the scenes. Don't believe me? This was just last year. Because we have very short, with all the things that are going on, it's, it's, it, it gets easy to have a very short memory. Okay? Not quite remember, right? Even, even you have Democrats trying to move far away from the Russia hoax and Russia propaganda uh, onslaught of a narrative that they took for over two years. Okay? Almost outcasting and undermining over 70 million over 70 million of the population whether you disagree or agree this is just pure facts of what we've seen over the last couple of years so just in case you have a short memory let me remind you this was just last year Okay, you had this intelligence agency come out and name these violent extremists sovereign, right? If you think that you have self-autonomy, self-authority, okay, if you are, uh, you fully believe in these human rights, the right to individual individuality and personhood, you may be an extremist. You want to participate in a militia or you oppose many federal and state laws, regulations, particularly those related to firearms ownership, you might be an extremist. If you are anti-government, anti-authority, you may be a violent extremist. If you are an animal rights and an environmentalist activist, you may be a violent extremist. This is what an intelligence agency came out and said, Office of the Director of National Intelligence, 
just last year. According to them, me believing that I have any uh, a level of autonomy, uh, individualism, that I have a natural and human right to protect my life, whether that be from the man down the street or a tyrannical government, by this administration's definition, that would very much so make me, and if you're watching and if you align with any of that, an extremist. Anybody that can see what is actively happening, what is actively happening right in front of us, the programming and the propaganda in this administration continuously trying to oust an entire segment of the country, okay? People that do not align with the things that we see going on and to try to paint that as extremism. And that's why you will have people look at somebody like me and they can't fathom. They can't fathom. They can't imagine that I could own a TV and still believe in my own God-given immune system. They can't fathom. They can't believe that I think that they are biological Differences that cannot be denied between males and females. That I can withstand the Hollywood programming and believe that children should have the right to be children. That the interest of Americans should be protected, respected, and promoted before we can focus on others. Look at what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi right now with the water. If you've been following me, I've been saying for years, you got to be forward thinking. The government is not going to protect you. The government does not give a crap about you. They are stealing resources. There is money laundering happening right in front of our faces. They are bleeding us dry, sending money and resources right over to Ukraine while we have a water crisis happening right now in Jackson, Mississippi. And no, I am not discounting that on a state level, there is a huge responsibility and a majority of the responsibility that happens on a state level. I'm not going to discount that for one second. However, if we're going to take care of anybody, it should be Americans. At least that's what I think. That may be extremist. That may be extremist. But I will believe if my tax dollars are going to go anywhere to any group of people, I would like to see them go to 
Americans and American families. But for years, they told us that putting America first was racist and extremist. And now you have an entire water crisis happening in Jackson, Mississippi, where you have Americans that don't have running water, water that's safe to drink. But that may be a little extreme. Putting Americans first, worrying about people right up the street. That's a little extreme. That's a little, that's, that's too much national nationalism for me, if I do say so myself. It's very, you're sounding a little extreme right now. You, why, why, you have swaths of people that'll come out, Hollywood, media, that'll scream to the top of their lungs about these abortion rights, quote unquote rights, about letting biological males compete in women's sports and everything else under the sun. But when it comes to an actual uh, uh, humanitarian crisis right under our nose, <laughs> y'all been not saying nothing about that before midterms, that, that doesn't work in our favor. You know what does though? Talking about these extreme MAGA Republicans. Trump is long gone and we brought him up on impeachment twice. But we gotta get the people going. <laughs> gotta give them a reason to come out in droves. Gotta give them a reason to forget and be angry. And think it's everybody else's fault, but the actual people that we continue to pay our taxes to more and more, by the way, increasing taxes over the years, as they continue to bleed us dry, undermine us, censor our speech, try to undermine our ability to protect our families and our lives and our communities. While they send millions and billions in arms to people in Ukraine. But you got the nerve to question my self-defense. You have the nerve to tell me that AR-15s are a weapon of war. And then you turn around and say, oh, well, if you want to win this war against the government, you're going to need a little bit more than that AR-15. They're telling you who they are if you listen. They are not holding back. And to me, at this point, it's so blatant and so disgusting that you can't unsee it. And this is coming from the group of people. This is what makes it even more uncanny. This is coming from the group of people that call themselves the most progressive.
you know, it's not going to hurt to admit and acknowledge what we're seeing here. It's not going to take anything from you. It's not going to physically hurt you to say something's not right. Something's not right. Even if you can't quite verbalize it, if you can't fully conceptualize it, something's not right. And it's something's not rightedness has been happening for at least several years at this point. And if we do not call it out, it will continue to happen. Martin Luther King notably said, and I, and I don't have the exact quote, but the sentiment was a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And if we are okay with the 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 onslaught of narratives and the outcasting of of an entire segment of people, the censorship, the lies, the double speak, the manipulation. You are naive. You are not naive to think that it couldn't happen to you. Thank you, The Rider Walker, so much for the $20 super chat. I really appreciate that. Bruce Ball said, when the government directly uses social media to censor for them, to censor for them, it's no longer a private company decision, but a fourth branch in run around the First Amendment. I don't know how else I could say it to connect the, thought, the dots for just your regular day, regular everyday person. Big tech is not a government agency. We do not vote for big tech. Big tech should not be acting as journalists. They should not be acting on the behalf of certain administrations. Thank you so much, Bruce DeBoss, for the um, 999 Super Chat. Cannon Hotel said, from Baltimore with love. Thank you so much for the 999 Super Chat. Shout out to Baltimore. Bliss Lady Trunker, thank you so much for the $5 Super Chat. If you are going to believe yourself to be this moral person, to be this just person, to be this quote unquote progressive person, 
it seems to me that it would make sense to be balanced, to be nuanced, to respect the individual, to respect freedom and not to not to undermine individuality. A perfect example of this is how you've had a good segment of leftists, what would consider to be progressives, who a full array of people across the political aisle that came out with questions about the vaccinations, right? Something just doesn't seem right. We're not really cool with the censorship. Something is 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 just is just not right. We have more questions. To have these people be smeared as a right wing, think about how insane and absurd this is. It's a insane, it's absurd, and it's insulting. It's insulting, right? And we've started to use these labels in these boxes to almost deny people the right to be heard in some instances, right? So, oh, <clears throat> don't listen to that, girl. Shut your ears. That's right wing, right? And some of these um, um, labels and boxes, it's almost created this brick wall where now if I characterize this person as homophobic, transphobic, racist, anti-vaxxer, extremist, all of these other labels, it has been used as a way to promote building this brick wall where people cannot have this, like general discussions. People from across the aisle cannot talk and come to a resolve, cannot see where they align or the things that they may agree on or the understanding because of the walls that's being built. Even these ideas that people aren't nuanced and have these varying degrees of opinions on different things. Kim Iverson is a perfect example of this, okay? I recently did a video, I think this was maybe two or three weeks ago, where I talked about how she was basically kicked off the hill or she left the hill because she felt like she was being censored for her vaccine takes. Her, you know, she's ultimately, I don't think the government should be pushing this. I think that there's still questions and some you know, information that's coming out about the vaccine that it's not beneficial for certain segments of the population. That's her general theme of vaccines. I have been in 100% support of her in that take. However, this same lady has this take that 15 and 16 year olds should be able to remove their breasts if it is okay with their parents and their doctors. I absolutely 100% disagree. I disagree. I do not feel like 15 year olds and 16 year olds 
are capable of making such a decision. Think about who you were at 16 year, years old. You're not even close to that person anymore. You, 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 you don't even think close to that person anymore. You've changed, you've grown, you've matured, you have advanced. I would say, I would wager that 18 years old is uh, uh, a general consensus of what we've agreed to be adulthood. Okay, do I think that a, a person should be cutting their breast off at 18? No, I don't. But I think that if you can move out on your own at 18, if you are finished with high school at 18, I do think that in the United States of America, that signifies a certain level of adulthood. That is, yes, different from 15 and 16, where you are in many ways still under the direct authority of your parents and legal guardianship. So I'm saying that to say this is something that I absolutely disagree on. But I do not think it's right for people to throw out these labels and try to impede or block me from hearing these different positions. This is somebody that considers themselves and is labeled a leftist. Okay? You recently had, I covered this content, where you have a feminist who are against uh, uh, you have feminists that were for the overturning of Roe versus Wade. You have members of the LGBT community that are against what is currently happening with uh, 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 transitioning children and the educational component of this sexual and gender ideology that has been being pushed into schools. These are just a few examples of people having these nuanced levels of perspectives. A few years ago, maybe two or three years ago, I did a video on Democrats, local Democrats who are anti-abortion. These are whole life Democrats that do not believe in abortion nor the death penalty. People have nuances. It is not as black and white as people has trying to have continued to try to create it. But when you don't want certain discussions to be had, the easiest thing to do is make one segment of the population look like the outsiders look like the extremists. It will be very absurd and naive for us to not take a look at the fact of how the Overton window has greatly shifted in the last few years. Even if you look at Donald Trump, regardless of who you think he is in his speeches, very much of what he has inked on paper were considered to be very Democrat positions back during Obama's first term. 
notably immigration. Every position that Donald Trump took on immigration was the same things that Obama was saying during his first run for president. I've covered this content in the past. So what we need to pay attention to is the active push of the propaganda and the programming. And when we see it, be willing to call it out. Joe Biden and uh, the press secretary are very on par for everything they've done during this administration and their idea of democracy, which is mob rule. And if you don't get in line, you are extreme to our agenda and our narrative. And of course, of course, we have to make you look like the bad guy. So those are my thoughts on that. Just to add my two cents, that is my perspective. Um, Mr. X said, this is why Trump wanted something done with Section 230. We talked about this a lot during the Trump administration. I was very critical of thinking Trump should have actually been um, more aggressive with these big tech agencies. Um, that time, unfortunately, may be long gone. I don't mean to sound pessimistic and I hope that that's not the case but it seems that we are moving further and further from that and we are only continuing to empower these tech agencies and you're going to have to empower the tech agencies and manipulate the algorithms to get some of these things accomplished I mean let's be honest a few years ago, there were absolutely no talks. There were zero talks in the mainstream media about there being no differences between biological men and women. And now we're supposed to pretend that the since the algorithm and Hollywood are boosting certain signaling that we're all on board. And I guarantee you, if you talked with your neighbor, and the actual majority of people, it would not be what's being projected to us in more instances than not. So, but that is it for tonight. Thank you to everyone who super chatted. Thank y'all so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you to those who are always supporting my content. Y'all don't know how much I appreciate y'all and how y'all keep me going. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for midterms to be over. Like, let's get it over with. Let's get past it because at this point, you know, I mean, everything's being thrown but the kitchen sink. So, 
But we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens going into that time. If you are not following me on social media, go ahead and give me a follow over at Twitter. I am Rhonda Mary. On Instagram, Rhonda underscore Mary and Rhonda Mary Viz. Some version of Rhonda Mary, and you will find me because, as you know, over the last couple of years, I do have been censored. But that's okay. We keep going. And for that reason, if you have not subscribed to my email list, make sure that we can stay in touch no matter what. Go over to RhondaMary.com. Go ahead and add your email address to my listing. If you would like to grab your anti-status tea, um, go ahead also and grab those at RhondaMary.com. I hope you guys have a good night and we will be talking soon. Bye.